Welcome to SME Matters with Craig and Angela. An in-depth look at news, issues and trends for SME business owners and their advisors. The issues that really matter. This is SME Radio, powered by Eagle Waves Radio and broadcasting from Vivo Cafe, Sydney. Welcome to SME Radio and this is SME Matters. I'm Angela and I'm with my amazing co-host as usual, the chairman, Mr. Craig West. Hi Angela, how are you? I've only had three coffees so I'm a little bit behind uh, the eight ball today, Craig. But other than that, I'm fabulous. How are you? Very well. I've been in Canberra and Perth all of last week I was away, Monday to Friday, so a long week. I think they call that... Very interesting. ...that lifestyles of the rich and famous, don't they? No, not at all. Definitely not. Nothing rich and famous about economy class from Sydney to Perth, I can assure you. I don't, you know, you need to talk to your people because that's the red flag, Perth. The Perth trip is too long for economy. Yeah, I think so too. Because when you're stuck with a dud, you... Sometimes in small business, when it's your own money, that's life. Yeah, the the $2,000 versus a couple of hundred. Exactly right. It hurts the bottom line. Well, Craig, we're very, very lucky today to have an unusual guest and when I say unusual it's because all the years I've been doing radio for some reason this guest has made repeat appearances because of the growth and trajectory of the company and the focus and we've just had a little bit off air on the growth of uh, Sherpa but um, let's introduce the guest Ben Nolan good morning good morning morning Angela morning Craig so you got all dressed up for us I did nice this is the typical tech business attire for a CEO, I guess. It's the tech suit, isn't it? Ripped jeans, <laughs> yeah. casual tee. Sunglasses around sun, the neck. Sunglasses and, and the hat, which the we can't see in Radio Land. No. But actually, I think we took a picture, so we'll be posting that on social. <laughs> so, Ben, give us a snapshot of uh, the company today and then maybe some history on where it started because stories are, are great for um, SMEs out there. Yep. So... Sherpa is a logistics technology business. We help uh, SMEs right through to large retailers take uh, control of their delivery to their customer. Essentially, that means we provide them with either a direct delivery network or we provide them with the software. And so, obviously, I can talk about that some more. Where we are right now is quite exciting in the sense that we uh, operate across six cities in Australia. We operate in Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne, Adelaide and the Gold Coast. We support over 25,000 businesses, most of which are small to medium enterprises, SMEs, which is exciting. That's the bread and butter for us. And we have about 6,000 drivers on the road uh, helping these small businesses fulfill their delivery. And and the big part of what we do is help businesses take control of that, which obviously I said before, but part of that is around, you know, Solving the delivery to your customer is the most important part of getting repeat customers. And that's something that I think SMEs are just starting to tap into. So that's where we are now. It's exciting. We're expanding internationally uh, as well into three different uh, countries. So over the course of the next 90 to 120 days, I'll be planning and executing on that. So off to Singapore next week to start that that process. That must be very exciting though, thinking about um, going Mm. international. Exciting and a bit scary. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's exciting because that's what uh, every founder uh, of, of is dreaming of, to break the shores of Australia it's, and obviously go from being a, a small business, a, a startup, right through to hopefully being what they call an upstart or a fully-fledged business. So we're maturing. An upstart. Upstart, nice. That's New what, word. That's what all us old people used to call young people, wasn't exactly, it? Exactly, little upstarts, <laughs> exactly. 
So, um, Ben, I guess when you talk about Sherpa being a logistics company, mm. in, in my mind, I'm thinking trucks and getting things from point A to point B. But that's obviously not what you're doing. No. Right. So, logistics, we, we refer to us as being a logistics technology business. So, the function of what we do is help businesses, or we do it for them, fulfill their product. But what actually drives all of that is the smart technology behind it. So we provide the, I guess, the Uber-like experience for small businesses to send real-time tracking uh, details to their customers of their products. So we give that really nice overlay. We call it the sexy overlay. So you can see if you're sending a bunch of flowers, it can have your logo on it and you can see it all in real time like you're watching an Uber. We also provide them with software to manage their own, their own vehicles and, and, and see where they are and track their drivers if that's what they do. So behind everything is a very smart system that makes the delivery much easier and better. And, and, and logistics is the key, as I keep saying, it's the key to businesses being successful these days. So when you say you provide, are you handing, giving them the software and then they're, they're managing their business and the software themselves? You design the software to give them that solution? We do both. So we, we provide them either a driver network or we provide them the software depending on their business. Okay, so give us some case studies if you can on, on both examples. So in fact, they work together. We're, we're unique. We're the only business in the world that's actually integrated them together. So we let's even take again a small florist or a, or a small bakery or a small whole foods business. They often have you know, five vans of their own on the road delivering their own products. We give them the software to manage that fleet of vehicles, what we call a fleet. You can track them, route them, get proof of delivery. And then we also integrate a delivery network into it over our our own or someone else's. And our our system automatically picks up the overflow. So we do it all in one system. And for the logistics in the cars, is that in their phone or? Yep. So the drivers have to have that phone tracking system or that app on their phone. Yeah, and, and that's the beauty of it. You can download the app onto your phone. So a business gets sort of enterprise-level technology for a couple of hundred dollars a month. That's essentially how we pitch it, right? So it's a bit like Uber for logistics. It, well, yeah, we try to steer away from that tagline. Yeah, I'm sure but, you do. But, but uh, yeah. We it's do. an explanation but not a tag. Yeah. yeah. That, that's right, because it, but in, in, in fact, that's what we do. And I said earlier, we give them the Uber-like experience. I think they made it famous. So tell me, um, we've been reading a lot lately about Amazon coming to Australia. Um, are you worried about that? Is that interesting or is that an opportunity for you? Really, really good question. It's the third time I've had this discussion this morning. I've been up since seven uh, talking about... Oh, that's early for a tech startup. <laughs> yeah. Oh, very. Wow. No, I've been awake since five, but pitching since seven. I'm impressed. <laughs> so Amazon actually provides a, a really unique opportunity for a business like mine. We, we uh, provide businesses the ability to compete against Amazon. And, and I think what's important for SMEs across Australia to realize as Amazon comes into the market, they're going to compete on a level that you would never have experienced. They have the ability to own the product and copy the product. They have the ability to own the supply chain all the way through to the customer's door. They own mm-hmm. the warehousing, the manufacturing, the shipping, the, 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 the freight, and then they get right through to the delivery in, in the, what we call the last mile. So businesses that, uh, that want to be around in the next couple of years need to start taking aware of this. And so what we do is we help them survive one part of it, and that's that last mile delivery. That's our, that's our space. So helping them give the similar type of experience as Amazon actually provides us a massive opportunity. You read a lot about it at the moment in the traditional media. They're talking about the massive threat for Amazon, and yet people I talk to like you are saying it's a huge opportunity. 
it's an opportunity for us, for retail, Fantastic. I'd be worried. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I agree. Not to take away from Sherpa, but it's going to disrupt the retailers who are bricks and mortar because they're competing with the bricks and mortar now. Absolutely. They're setting up, they're setting up outlets themselves. Um, Amazon Fresh, I think, has got Coles and Woolies a little bit worried, which doesn't hurt me. They're not going to do coffee in the CBD, though, are they? They like? apparently are going to do fresh food. Really? Yes. Well, we've okay. seen they had that supermarket where you can walk in and, and mm. no cash exchanged. You know, so they're trialing all of these sort of things. It's very, it's a very scary logistics part of mm. you know the fact that you just beep beep and yeah. yeah, I'm just wondering where the barcode and the chip's going to be inserted in our heads and bodies <laughs> at some point. But yeah, that's that's just my thinking. So it it sounds clear to me where the name came from, Sherpa, because mm. you're you're carrying stuff, right? You're delivering everything. Um, but you know, in the time that you've been um, as part of this tech startup, and and funnily enough, you're still calling yourself a tech startup. Oh. Yeah, I, I actually, it's probably by habit. I need to stop using the word startup because we're. I, I think we're a fair way beyond that yeah, now. Yeah, I think you're clearly in the upstart, <laughs> upstart category. And since you're going international, uh, you know. Yeah. So, how does how has it felt all this time this this journey? Because you started out at the beginning, just you. There was three of us in the lounge room. In, Not lit- the garage, in the lounge room. <laughs> Bit more posh. Literally in the lounge room. Uh, I remember it. H- how has it been? Uh, it's been tough. I mean, I've, I've had a couple of businesses of, of different successes. And, and, and I think the difference between what I call a tech startup or what's framed as a tech startup versus a small business is, is we also use other people's money to grow, you know, as opposed to our own cash flow. And, you know, that's about the, the strategy that we have. But... Um, it's been an interesting and rewarding journey. We've had to not only go out there and do the very soul-destroying aspect of raising capital, <laughs> which is really hard in Australia as it is, but uh, but then you you Australia is can be is as much as we're a good technology adopter, we're we're quite resistant to change as well. So that was hard in the early days, convincing a very archaic uh, industry that it, it was okay to try a new product. Um, but it's been rewarding the whole way, getting people engaged, getting being one of the first in Australia to do what we do and probably the largest and the most dominant now. Uh, it, it's been exciting, but it's been really, really uh, difficult every day. And that, that I think all businesses like that, but so difficult. Uh, it, but it, that's what gets me out of bed every day. What's your background? Are you no, a techie? Do you write code? What do you do? Well, my background is, is, I think you said before this interview, I was rather an interesting person. So I have an in, a background in psychology and health science. So I actually used to have... How's uh, that fitting, Craig? It doesn't. It doesn't. Let's hear more. Dr. Ben? <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I uh, have worked in uh, coaching, business coaching, personal coaching. I owned a gym. Uh, uh, used to do a lot of corporate wellness coaching. But then somehow I've migrated over to uh, doing what I do. I was in uh, management consulting for a while and then went into e-commerce. And But I guess the premise, if you look at what's the theme, I've always had my own business. Uh, apart from a couple of years working for other people, which I hated, uh, it's not my in my DNA. And so what's my background? Growing businesses. It's in, I wake up every day, think about how do I win? How do I sell? How do I expand? And, and that's what I find enjoyable and growing the team. So why have you abandoned health science? Because you've turned your back on that. <laughs> what else in am I order going to, to create In order to create a logistics software tech startup, which is, we've already established is not a tech startup anymore. But not, your initial training didn't really give you that technology background. So it's quite a big step, right? Yeah. So you had to believe in what you were doing because it's not your initial training. So were you just riding that wave of, yeah, we'll do some software and 
find the right person to write it? And yeah, I think I think it's a really good question. I think where I, I mean, like in business, we again we use the word pivot, right? You know, you're always looking at how do you shift and make sure you're being relevant in the market. And I think back then, you know, I, that was my view on the world. I Did you see a gap? Did you see a problem that you needed to solve? Or? Yeah, that's pretty, pretty much. I think if, if you were trying to connect the dots, I just love solving a problem. And when I came, came out of uh, my own business experience through into e-commerce and realized the consistent problem was logistics, that was where we joined up together with two other guys and uh, we saw this, that we had the same view. How do we make the, the delivery to the customer better? And I think, so it's not about whether or not I wanted to build a tech product. I just thought there's got to be a way to solve this and do it in a better way. And you did. And we did and we're doing it now, hopefully on a grand scale. Well, it's, it's so what is your vision? Oh, there's hesitation. Mm. No, the vision, the, the vision is, the vision you is. You can tell us, we'll only tell a few hundred thousand people. <laughs> Uh, the absolute vision is I think we have a billion dollar company. I think that we have the ability to, sh- to shape how we think about delivery to the customer. We're doing some, I've only sort of really informed you guys and the audience of the sort of tip of the iceberg in terms of what Sherpa really does. We have a lot of extra cool things that we're rolling out over the course of the next 12 months. And the way we do delivery over the next five years in our lives beyond Sherpa will actually be really interesting. When you think about drones and autonomous mm. vehicles, when you think about even governments, I mean, you would maybe know some of this, Angela. We're redesigning buildings to suit logistics now because cities have to have different urban landscapes and different urban designs to suit how we deliver food. We now have more takeaway food than cooking at home, hence the businesses like Deliveroo. So what's my vision is that we shape a big part of how that works and we, we, start, to con- we start to connect the dots in terms of how um, delivery is done more effectively and efficiently and we do that on a scale across the globe. So what's, you know, you, you wake up tomorrow and you've got this great new idea on how to expand the business. Mm. So let's say in five years time, where do you see the logistics of delivering or monitoring? Where do you see that in a fantasy world? Considering that some technology hasn't been invented yet, mm. what's going on? Because we, we already know a little bit about drones I and mean, we see those more and more on the telly doing naughty things and not so naughty things. Yep. But um, is, that, is that one of your concerns, security for the client? Uh, I think drones, I think what we're seeing globally is a bunch of people tapping into the future, but I really think they're still 10 to 15 years away. So even in that drone technology, yeah. b- because of just the scale? No, of because of or? really basic things that people are probably not aware of, it, such as when a drone drops off a, an item at your house, how are you going to stop it from someone shooting it down or hitting it with a broom? There's the really well, basic. That's what I want to do to one. Yeah. <laughs> so there's really basic things that they're trying to uh, overcome, and so they're looking at ways. There's a New Zealand company that's looking at ways of dropping the items via a cable from 50 meters above the home. So there's actually really, really simple things that they're trying to. Well, it's like commando drones. Yeah, pretty much. So I, they're actually further away than we think. I think autonomous vehicles will become before drones. Mm-hmm. How do I see the next five years? Uh, in terms of how we see it from a Sherpa perspective. One of the things that I think is most interesting is the way we live in our world is we have we, we this sharing economy, we haven't even started to scratch the surface on how that's going to change our lives. The fact that we now are sharing cars such as GoGet models uh, you know, and the Uber, UberX models, this is going to actually, uh, speaking to a, 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 an investor in Silicon Valley actually two years ago, 
it'll it'll go right through our homes, even to kitchens. Homes won't be built with kitchens. Our laundries will start to share more. Okay, and no. Yeah, I'm well, stopping maybe not. You on, I'm stopping you on the laundry. I'm too stop, much info. Stop, that's, too, yeah, too much. That's, that's got to stay private. No. But this will happen and, in yeah, logistics. Sharing, yeah. Because, I mean, if you look to the future in science fiction movies, they're not homes. They're just rooms. And that's right. They don't appear to have kitchens or laundries in those on Star Trek. Absolutely. So. That's right. And so that'll happen in different logistics. Different world. Okay. So, yeah, it is a different world. Mm. Well, it's, it's already a different world from Sherpa's logistics perspective because it's yeah. not another Lin Fox driving by delivering yep. something. It's something <laughs> else. Ben Nolan, thanks very much for joining us today. You've been listening to SME Radio and SME Matters. Catch you soon. This is SME Radio, powered by Eagle Waves Radio and broadcasting from Vivo Cafe, Sydney. Want to reach more small business owners? We can help. Advertise with us and connect with more than 30,000 SMEs across Australia. SMERadio.com.au